0: Hello, Erin. Hi, Kelsey. What a year it has been, Kelsey. What I a year. Know.
1: What <laughs> a year. Honestly, it feels like we're freaking ever. And it <laughs> also does not like feel like it's been an
0: entire year of doing mm-hmm. this. That is crazy. Yeah. I feel like just yesterday we released <laughs> the first one.
1: The first one. I was so nervous to release the first episode.
0: Yeah. And you released it on accident. (laughs) If you remember. No, I don't remember. Yeah. We were, we were messing with the platform that we submitted on and then you hit now instead of schedule. Oh, right, right, right. But nobody knew. So like nobody followed us. Right. (laughs) Right.
1: Yes. I, yeah, I do recall that now. (laughs) Oh my gosh, isn't that scheduling feature, though, just such a lifesaver? Like, could you imagine if you had to, like, always just, like, do it when
0: you uploaded it? No, because there's been times I've uploaded it, like, really late. (laughs) Yeah, or, like, there are
1: the rare times where we do it ahead of time, you know? (laughs) That's just so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. But, like, how far we've come i mean
0: podcasts didn't even exist you know not that Mm -hmm. long ago i know yeah and how it's kind of funny because like when i think of like dates and stuff i've been on i don't really think like i don't have like a record of them and only like the ones that are memorable but
1: Mm -hmm. now i have
0: a record (laughs)
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Like you have something like an archive of of your dates.
0: Yeah. So I can go back and be like, Oh my gosh, that's what my reaction was or whatever. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I forget doing this podcast, you know, like I don't talk to all of my friends all of the time, you know, their weeks will go by or even months will go by and I'll see someone and i'll start saying things and they'll go like i know I, I heard on the pod and i'm like wow that's such like a one-way street of information like mm-hmm. i don't know anything about you but you know like not a lot like not everything about me but you know enough it's mm-hmm. i think we're way more or at least i am way more open like on here than i am on like any social media so people i don't really post a lot about like what i'm up to mm-hmm so it's all and that happens a lot like it doesn't just happen once or twice it happens a lot to me where people are like yeah i know i heard it on the pod and i'm like <laughs> okay well i like i want to tell you
0: <laughs> you always get the positive like i heard it on the pod or whatever i have gotten like disdain for the pod
1: <laughs> you have from from the dates you mean
0: yeah, from dates, if they've listened and then they don't think like it reflects them or their, like, I don't know what the right word is, like their memory of the situation. Mm-hmm. I just have to be like, well, this is my interpretation. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I can imagine. I'm
1: not super kind to the people <laughs> that you have dated. <laughs> so I can imagine that they don't love being featured but to your credit you do not share very much at all about them like they're very you know we don't
0: know who they are Mm -hmm. they're very mysterious if you don't you know yeah and I I try to keep it that way because not everybody asks you know to be on a podcast (laughs)
1: You know, you know, it is honestly really hard. We have a few people who I know have expressed interest and I've been nervous because I want to do like their stories justice. Mm -hmm. But if I come across like a really funny story or like, you know, just a friend is telling me something funny or like someone I meet is telling me something funny. I'd be like, oh, you want to go on the pod? And they're like, no, (laughs) I do not. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, it's a golden story, but you know, I get it. Except that our podcast is solo
0: stakes, you know? I know. I was thinking about this the other day, like on our cover, mm-hmm. like our that our last names are on there. And I was like, maybe we should remove our last names. Mm. That was just a a thought in
1: mind. Yeah, that's probably pretty good. <laughs> For me, it doesn't bother me, but I have nothing <laughs> to really lose from this. <laughs> Other than everybody knowing my sex life, but I've gotten a really, I've gotten a lot of positive reactions about our Friday sex nights. Mm -hmm. It's not for everyone, but a lot, I've actually thought more people have complimented it than I would have expected or would have been fond of the idea because it is pretty like, you know, it's like the opposite of like what I I think 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 TVs make. Out sex like mm-hmm. good sex like patterns to be which are like very spontaneous or like very in the moment and so obviously like having a scheduled night broadcasted to all of your friends isn't <laughs> usually like the idea like it's pretty much <laughs> the opposite but but I've got a lot of good feedback about that so I've always I've, I'm always surprised at that one you think
0: people think like Oh, they're, they're probably doing it at Friday at seven o'clock. Yeah. Do you think that sometimes? (laughs) I don't think that other people
1: are thinking about me on Friday nights. However, (laughs) I know that if I go out with people on Fridays, like if we go out as a couple, or if I go out like, and Alex is at home, like everybody does bring it up. Like not, okay. That's not true. (laughs) But many, many times people, or if it's like Saturday and we're hanging out with people, they'll be like, oh. Like, it was Friday yesterday, so, like, we know what you all were doing. So, I mean, not in, like, a weird, creepy way, but, like, in a funny way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm honestly okay with it because, uh, like, I am consider myself an open book, you know? So, with I'm more the, open than that.
0: Yeah. Well, you have, I mean, obviously, you're the married one. So, Alex listens. Has he said anything, like, oh, I wish you didn't say that? Or, like, why oh, did you have to bring that up? Or... Has he had any moments of, like, not liking something?
1: No, he didn't like, in the very, very beginning, I think it was, like, one of the very first episodes, I, like, listed all the people that I've made out with. (laughs) And he didn't care for that. But but that number is so few and far between, and that's also 100 million years ago. (laughs) So... But other than that, like, he won't tell people about my podcast because he doesn't, like... Like, he already knows that all of our, anyone who knows me or is a mutual friend of ours, like, they all know. So, like, he refuses to tell people at work because he's like, I don't need everybody at work knowing every single thing about me. But other than that, he's, like, pretty open about it. I mean, he married me. That's the thing. Like, (laughs) he didn't know that I was going to do a podcast (laughs) <laughs> but he did know that I'll tell the whole world anything I want to tell them. So, you know, he kind of knew what he was in for a little bit. Yeah. Kind of knew what he was signing up for. Yeah. You know, and I actually think like, I mean, I don't think I hold anything back in this podcast, but I think this podcast, I am much more tame than I even am. Like, just like, when we hang out with like groups of friends, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just because we do and which I love because I think your stories are so funny. Like most of our content is geared towards your dates. I don't always, you know, get to (laughs) get as in depth on things. Yeah. But how many dates would you say you've gotten feedback from in this last year?
0: Well, I'll think about that number. And then I also have a question for you in regards to that. Probably like three or people. Wow. That's a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, in a year. Yeah. I mean, one of them was, like, whatever. And then we made a podcast episode about another one. (laughs) Well, we made multiple (laughs) podcast episodes about a couple of them. But my question for you is if you were, like, like, let's say you matched with me on an app and I told you I had a podcast. Mm. And then you decide to listen to it. And... We had already gone on a couple dates and you think like it's getting pretty serious or whatever. Would you think that if I talked about a previous guy in a dating story, would you think that's like me flaunting like, oh, I wish this one would have worked out or like me sad that it that it like didn't work out? Like, would you come across and listen to that and be like, oh. I guess I'm just being used. Mm-hmm. I think that in a reasonable, rational,
1: confident, mature individual, what you should say is no. But I, as we've talked about in this pod, it, it have only gone so far in my development of like (laughs) being jealous or being like needy because I'm dating the person I did like when I was basically a child so I can see like my my adult self wants to say I would have no problem with that but I actually don't I think I would be lying if I said that but I do think that That is how it should be. Like, you should be able to talk about previous relationships on a relationship podcast that came before you and the person that you were with now. You know what I mean? But I think it would be tough. I probably just wouldn't listen, to be honest. I mean, I don't listen to the podcast now. <laughs> so if that's any indication, I probably just wouldn't listen. And not because I'm not supportive, you know, but mm-hmm. because if I don't hear it, then it's like it didn't exist, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you've already dated people, you've already dated them, but I like, don't need to hear about it is probably where I'd, where I'd fall, you know? And then when I'd want to torture myself,
0: I would listen to one. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I've gotten that feedback as well. (laughs) That it's hard? It's hard to listen to and that, like, it's hard for that person to think that I'm interested in them the way I might talk about the date. And I completely understand that. But my, like, caveat with the whole thing is I'm talking about it and making fun of myself. Like, Mm -hmm. for instance when the guy bowed at me like i'm making like you and i are more making fun of how i was trying to like make conversation with the guy about right. like hilton points than like the dude you know that's some feedback i've i've received <laughs> but the people who are actually trying to
1: date you find it hard to listen to mm-hmm.
0: i are mean you- i get it i get why they don't want to listen and i i think now i'd uh just don't want them to listen because I don't want them to perceive anything that I'm saying as like I'm not interested in them, or or something like that because yeah. of a previous story. I would
1: best advise anyone who's looking to date Aaron not to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't always think it's the best version of you when we're debriefing, <laughs> and it's probably just best that they come to love you in the proper ways, you know, and not have this podcast sometimes. What,
0: why do you say it's not the best version of me?
1: Okay. Maybe not the right version, <laughs> but you know, I mean, sometimes you do stupid shit on your podcast. And then I say that you do stupid <laughs> shit. And so, you know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. like, All those people didn't work out for a reason, you know, whether it was him or you or the combination or something completely unrelated to like either of you. And so it's like, it's just really not relevant to the relationship that you are, you know, budding, that you're Mm -hmm. like starting. So I just think they should just, they should not until they've committed to you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because then it's like you both decided Mm -hmm. that you're in it and so now they like maybe now or then they could find it silly and funny because that's ultimately what it is it's just supposed to be silly and funny
0: yeah I mean that's what I'm trying to make it like I'm not trying to make it like I'm like devastated that these guys didn't work out or something I'm just trying to like laugh at myself yeah (laughs) in a Uh, comedic way
1: the majority of the time (laughs) for sure so but I could see how it could
0: be challenging that's why I said that but even if I ended up in a relationship obviously the podcast would shift like I don't think I you know I don't know what I what we would talk about but (laughs) it would be different
1: yeah yeah I mean you'd still have some great stories I'm sure from the
0: past but oh yeah we could definitely dive into those <laughs> hopefully we run through them
1: all before you get committed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that'll my. be our series finale <laughs> <laughs> when you finally get committed that's yeah. great like a fish a fish like
0: a ring or yes. a sin <laughs> or a something 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 along those lines i would say like a ring on my finger would be a great series finale. Yeah,
1: that sounds good. That sounds good. And then we can have like a wedding special, you know, mm-hmm. that we drop. <laughs> that do. We'll have
0: Lewis do all these sound equipment.
1: But listen, I can't be doing this podcast for freaking ever, Erin. So you need to, be, <laughs> you need to get hitched in a reasonable amount of time.
0: I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> but I people-
1: truly, truly can't believe it's been a whole freaking year of doing this. Though I just
0: think that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. If people didn't realize this episode is all about our reflection of one year of the podcast, so forgot yes. to mention that.
1: <laughs> if you if you have listened to us for an entire year, honestly, I'm shocked and thankful.
0: Yeah, seriously. big shout out to like lewis and erica and alex (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: no there's a there's a lot actually and i'm always surprised and i i was just at a work conference and somebody i met over the summer one time mentioned that i had a podcast she like saw me you know like at this like at a follow-up work conference like just last week and she was like I love the pod and I was so embarrassed that she (laughs) listened because not really but I guess because like I'm so used to the people I know like I know who listens in my circle Mm -hmm. and so so to have somebody who I really like love like I really have really come to really enjoy them, but I don't see them that often. And they'd never told me that they listened, you know, because we don't see each other except like on work calls that they're leading. So anyway, it was just really crazy. And I kind of blushed. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like my whole world is out there for everybody. And it was somewhere like they were a perfect, like in the middle on the spectrum of like people I know really well. And like complete stranger mm-hmm. and so they kind of felt like right there in the middle and i was like oh my gosh it's so weird but like that is what
0: happens when you put your whole world out there you know people might listen yeah no i've the people i'm i'm more nervous that listen and i don't really know if anyone in if they've listened but like family members like mm-hmm. my cousin or somebody just because like It's my love life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you probably tell these people about your love life now.
0: Not all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, I really, before the podcast, really told no one. Like every now and again, if somebody asks, like, oh, are you like dating anybody or how is it going on the apps? Like I would say something, but I don't, I never really talked about it. Really? Mm -hmm. That really kind of surprises me. Yeah. That kind of
1: surprises me, to be honest. So
0: Yeah, so this has been quite the challenge
1: (laughs) in some ways. Oh, that's really fascinating because Mm -hmm. I tell everybody everything. So So I have no concept of of what that must be like.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) Because there have been some stories that I've told. That I'm like, oh, people are probably screaming in their car, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she did that.
1: You know, like, like bring a convicted
0: person, criminal, into my apartment.
1: (laughs) That is one of my most favorite stories.
0: (laughs) You bring it up almost every dating story episode. Because it was just
1: so, such clear bad judgment. (laughs) (laughs) that it's just like it's so humorous (laughs) lovingly I say that lovingly but yeah yeah I mean you have a lot more to lose I say that on a lot of podcasts (laughs) you have a lot more to lose than me by Mm -hmm. sharing your whole world (laughs) but you know I think it's really funny and I think if you can't laugh at yourself or like you know just like tell a funny story about your love life then I mean I don't know. Then you got a lot to work on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because it's just a story at the end of the day. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just a story, and everyone has a story. So. Everyone has a story. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Aaron, what's been your favorite episode that we've <laughs> recorded?
0: <laughs> I mean, there have been some good, like ones that because I re-listened to the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And there have been some times where I end up laughing at us, Um, but I think the food truck one is probably, like, my all-time favorite, just because I felt like my my storytelling skills were on point. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a good one. And then Mr. Enchanted, I feel like, was, Mm -hmm. like, my second favorite. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm those are probably like my top two. Those are good. What about you?
1: I think Georgia peach is my Ooh, favorite, yeah. <laughs> which is pathetic. Cause those were like our first like five <laughs> episodes. So we really peaked and I've gone. To- <laughs> but I think that was one of my absolute favorites because it, I mean, it had travel. It had basically catfishing but not catfishing <laughs> like he was who he was but like he wasn't good mm-hmm. there were guns we had the potential for murder like <laughs> it was it was crazy mm-hmm. like, that's real life so that's probably my favorite episode like as a whole some notable ones though i love the guy with the headlamp like notable people you've dated that i just mm-hmm. find freaking hilarious i love the guy with the headlamp i think that's like Amazing and incredible. Yeah, I think he's like one of my favorites. And I really loved, though, nobody could see, but I hope people felt the energy on the episode where you were trying to get the crowd dancing in the disco room. (laughs) Because you did show me some of your moves. And then it was funny because I had like Kate texting me, trying to like identify what dance moves she (laughs) thought you were doing during that. Yeah, all in all, I think though those are my those are not my highlights. Yeah.
0: Those those were good ones. I know Food Truck Guy was good too. Like what guy? Food truck guy. That uh, was the one. The disco room, if we ever decide to make merch, that is something that has to be because so many people mm-hmm. text me like a picture if they're at like the Robinson. They'll oh, be like, yeah. look at where or I
1: am. In general, I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really good. That was a good one. But my, I do have a a least.
0: Okay. What's your least? <laughs> my least favorite were the yellow flags. Part one and part two. I forget what those were. What were those? Those were about vegan guy. Those are my, mm. those were my those least were favorite. Hard. Those were yeah. because they were difficult to talk about and they were
1: like 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 reese like you had just experienced it or were experiencing Mm -hmm. those yeah yeah so that was that that was probably my least favorite guy you've dated all this whole year though so bye (laughs) guy just saying just saying (sighs) not good not good
0: but i've also loved all the episodes we've had with erica I'm Mm -hmm. grateful that she has come on and I know that is honestly so kind (laughs) and not like charged us for her Mm -hmm. her time. Honestly,
1: any of our episodes with our guests, I think are really fun just because Mm -hmm. it gets us like we're in a different dynamic typically and like our topics can shift a little bit or like they can, you know, we can learn a little bit more about
0: someone else's situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of our biggest episodes in the last year, metrics wise was sex towels. oh, because <laughs> the name like that <laughs> everyone's gonna listen to like wanna know exactly what that is. Sex
1: towels was good, oh my gosh, we have had some good episodes, not gonna <laughs> lie, not gonna lie <laughs> what what is like a quotable thing? That you can remember or like that you use, like you said, the disco balls, like that's not quotable, but that Mm -hmm. is like tangible. One of my, it's from a very recent episode, but I will never not think of it. And two separate people from separate walks of life, actually three people. So that's how I know it's like entering mainstream but it's <laughs> not but I died and I cracked myself up I'm not gonna lie and clearly I cracked up others and you did too like I mean it, it's your story and then me making fun of you but <laughs> with this most recent episode when you're like don't you ever just like walk by a Taco Bell and ask somebody <laughs> what's your favorite taco- thing to order at Taco Bell like I lost it <laughs> on you and and the whole thing like, I thought that was the funniest stupidest thing and I loved it so 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 much and then like I said three separate times since the episode has come out different people have been like do you ever just like walk by a <laughs> what do you, what's your favorite thing to get a <laughs> I love it so much because it's just like so sweet and innocent and like serious to me so yeah no
0: that's that's pretty good
1: (laughs) I don't think I'll ever like walk by it think like if somebody says like oh there's a taco mouth I'll be like oh what's your favorite order (laughs) order?"
0: I just don't get how people don't think of that like it's a great talking strategy like we have nothing it's a horrible horrible (laughs) horrible talking strategy well, because then it could get you talking about like your favorite fast food, or like I don't know. Even if you're like going down the grocery store aisle, like you go down the toilet paper aisle, or you go down the detergent aisle, like you know what, what? what like <laughs> what toilet paper do you use? Like I use Angel Soft. <laughs>
1: like, oh no, Aaron. do you
0: have a sensitive bum? Like I do too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You cannot, you cannot walk down the aisle and say, "Do you use Angel Soft or what toilet paper do you use?" That's crazy, Erin. Erin, we need some better talking. It is voice. a
0: great, what do you call that, icebreaker? Go to the grocery store, even if you're married or with somebody Go to the grocery store with your significant other and go down aisle by aisle and like, you know. You might find th- some things out that they, they're buying like fungal toe powder because they've got fungus on their feet. And you didn't know. <laughs> like, they're running low. This before? Is this a strategy of yours? No, I just was thinking about it just now. <laughs> like, oh like what goodness. a great idea that would be to get to know somebody like go down. Did you ever watch that show in the 90s or early 2000s Like, like supermarket sweep? Yeah. And they had like a certain amount of time. And they just like grabbed as much as they could. Mm-hmm. And then they went through their carts. I think that yes. would be a great idea for anybody to figure, like, you know, no item is off the table in a Target or wherever. And you I see what they pick out.
1: Or gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. I guess, but that's <laughs> some weak content. If that's <laughs> all you got in the tank for a date night well i don't know it could be a good bonding experience (laughs) it's practical if you need to go grocery shopping oh my gosh but that is seriously one of my favorite 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 things you've said i just i just died and i've been thinking about it constantly now every time i pass a taco bell i love it so much
0: (laughs) i don't know if i necessarily have like a one-liner I mean you've had some you've had some really good ones that have made me laugh pretty hysterically, like when I've listened to it a second time. But I will say with the food truck guy, with the like you said something I was eating a bratwurst and you said something like, Oh, well, what does it matter if it's a bratwurst or a hot dog or something like that? And I just thought that was really funny. I can't remember the exact line, but really nailed that one. I know, I know. But it was something with a brat like a hot dog or bratwurst or something, and I was like, no, it's a bratwurst. And you were like, Oh <laughs> You were eating bratwurst? Yeah, at the food truck. The at food the truck food- had a bratwurst. Oh no, Erin.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's I mean You ended up making out with the guy, so clearly it was successful, your bratwurst seeding. <laughs> Don't know if I would have gravitated towards a bratwurst yeah yeah no we make each other giggle which is important
0: it is in every relationship it is important
1: (laughs) yeah sometimes you let me say things that I'm surprised you'll let me say but you laugh and then you don't tell me that you didn't like that I said that so So I take it as a thumbs up because I in love you know I'm just a direct kind of person Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm yeah has anyone ever said to you like oh you were too harsh on Aaron
1: no no one ever says I'm too harsh <laughs> however they also say what I just said which is like I can't believe sometimes that like she like l- not like lets you or like meaning lets me isn't the right language because like obviously like you It's like not permission granting but they're just like sometimes I do think like the sentiment is like yeah that's a little harsh but they never say like oh you're a little harsh but sometimes they're like I'm surprised she like enjoys doing this with you because you're in you're like intense or you call her out a lot but I but I then say I think that that's what works well like I think that that is who i am with all of my friends not just you mm-hmm. but in this case in this dynamic of storytelling like it just happens more often because i'm like critiquing the story more than i'm critiquing you i think yeah but why do people in your life say oh she's so harsh
0: i wouldn't say she they say you are so harsh but there i have gotten texts like people after listening to an episode like you know why didn't you speak up or like why didn't you say something or why did you let her say that
1: oh that's so interesting you never share that with me because
0: it doesn't bother me (laughs) (laughs) because it doesn't bother you is that why
1: Mm -mm. yeah
0: i mean i've never come off an episode and like been crying or anything yeah no i do think too because it's all really rooted in humor like Mm -hmm.
1: it's like I'm not lying with what I'm saying, but I also am being a little exaggerative in my choice of words, you know, because mm-hmm. otherwise it would be freaking boring if I was like, oh, Aaron, what a great
0: job. <laughs> so also- happy you brought him into your home. That yeah, was the right, right. move.
1: Right. Also, I do think that you do some crazy shit. And I tell you that you do crazy shit. And those are the kind of friends you should want to have. I'm not saying that the friends who have said or the people in your life who have said, why'd you let her say that aren't the right friends either. I just mean, I think our dynamic has always been more direct. be we your roommates. And, you know, I think that lends itself to being a little bit more like less cushiony.
0: Yeah. Erica has told me I need to challenge you more on some things. Sure. She'll like listen to an episode and be like, oh, you, why didn't you do this? Or you should have challenged her on that. And I think sometimes when you're in the moment with these, you kind of like black out sometimes. Yeah. Like when that you say certain things. And so like when I listen back, I'm like, I don't even remember her saying that. <laughs> like- yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. But also... You know, to that point, I challenge Erica by saying, if you don't feel like you need that, then like, look, I want you to challenge me when you do want to challenge me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't think that you don't. Like, I don't think that you want to and don't. Yeah. I think you just don't. (laughs) (laughs) Others might want you to challenge me. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope I leave space for you, too.
0: Yeah. No, so. I mean, there's never, like I said, I've never come off been like, oh, my gosh, that was bad. Yeah. I usually come off of these, like, on a high, and I need to, like. Settle down. Yeah. <laughs> I, do.
1: I cannot freaking fall asleep, especially when we do the two first.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I'll be tired. So, like, if we record two back-to-back, I'll be so tired. During it, like somehow, like at some point I get tired and then it like picks back up. Yeah. But then by the end, like I cannot fall asleep. I'm watching like several shows before I go to bed. I know, I know same. Yeah, I get a lot of energy. Now that you are at your parents' house, though, with all of this energy, like do you go, do you leave your four walls or are you confined <laughs> to your bedroom with all that energy? I am confined
0: to my four walls oh no oh no
1: that is yeah yeah
0: okay. i think the other like i don't know when we recorded last but i ended up watching like dateline in my room. oh my that's a horrible thing <laughs> to watch Aaron. <laughs> But I didn't know what else to do. So I was just like, oh, we'll just sit here and watch some Dateline. There is
1: so much on television (laughs) that you could watch other than Dateline. I mean, no shade to Dateline, but (laughs) oh, my gosh. There's so much on Bravo, (laughs) Erin. There's so so much more useful content than (laughs) news.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, my gosh. You know, thinking about, you know, a murder mystery will really get you settled
1: down. I was just going <laughs> to say, I feel like, so I can't even watch those things because I mean, I'm a woman and I just feel like that it's going to happen to me, mm-hmm. let alone a single woman watching it. Like I would be so, who typically lives alone. Like I would not do well with
0: that. Yeah. I sometimes, like, you know how we had talked about Things like we think about in the car or, like, I think we had some type of conversation where we, like, think about, like, future or you think about past events, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yes. The other day, I was thinking the car, like, of a situation where I get, like, taken. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, going to the store. Like, as I was going to the store, I'm thinking, like, oh, I could get taken on the way to the store. 100%
1: it's our Roman Empire but like not in a funny way no way like always thinking about murder kidnapping assault all of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. lucky us (laughs) I know I was I don't know how you do the hotels because I was just in a hotel this past week and I had to like I mean I'm all about conserving energy Alex would beg to differ because I love a light on in the house but Mm -hmm. but if I was if I was with Alex, like if Alex was with me on a trip, I would turn every light off in the hotel room. But because I was going into the hotel room like by myself, I left every single light on because I said like I need to see the murderers coming. And then I thought like, wow, Aaron. I mean, I I felt comfortable traveling alone, but I did and I wasn't alone. I had like my like friends at work, but I just was like, Aaron does actually travel alone, like, Mm -hmm. often. Do you ever worry about the murderers in your hotel?
0: Yeah, I do. And especially, (laughs) I listened to this whole thing, because Florida is, like, a high, like, one of the highest sex trafficking states in the country, because it's warm Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. So I was listening to this podcast, and they were talking about how some people and even like popular chains like Marriott's Hilton's if a guy sees a woman like go and they come in his lobby by themselves and they say like oh you know I want room 420 or whatever sometimes the people will give them a key and like not ask for ID not anything right Right. so I do the do is It is concerning and I do like keep lights on and lock the doors and, and stuff like that. I have had a couple scary incidences, but nothing like where somebody got my door. It was like, there was one time I was in New Orleans in like 2020 and it was like at this Hyatt Regency. So it was a huge conference center, but obviously there was no conferences going on because it was COVID, but they were still open for people to stay. And this guy was like, I could hear him rattling my door, Mm. so I called down to the desk and was like, "Someone's trying to rattle my door. What's going on?" And so, come to find out, the guy was drunk and couldn't find his room. But it's scary because you're like, (laughs) "Why are you rattling? Why are you rattling my door?" So, totally. Yeah, it can be scary,
1: but yeah, yeah, you're so brave.
0: But you also get used to it, though, too, like in terms of like traveling and like protocols you have for yourself. And Mm -hmm. if I'm in a downtown area like downtown Baltimore or Chicago or whatever, I won't go out past a certain time if I'm by myself. Because one, I don't think it's safe to go out by myself because I'm a woman sometimes. So I do that kind of stuff and I'll just like order in which Mm -hmm. obviously sucks because like you want to like enjoy the city but i would rather stay in and not get killed or kidnapped
1: yeah the murderers are all around you know Mm -hmm. know? yeah Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) well what's the one thing erin that you've learned about yourself through this process of like essentially weekly reflection
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man I would say on a fun light note I'm quite adventurous when with dating like I didn't think like like I said I'd never really had a log mm-hmm. of dates and so to hear like recap things that I've done throughout my dating life is quite
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's quite
0: fascinating. But overall I think what I've learned is that I do have some patterns. <laughs> some good some bad (laughs) yeah i think that's probably the biggest takeaway is there are some certain dating patterns i feel like i continuously get sucked into Uh, Mm -hmm. so
1: are you working through those with erica
0: (laughs) i haven't actually had an appointment with erica for a couple weeks few weeks now Mm. but i probably should (laughs)
1: i'm just proud because almost every week i'm like i don't want to do this i'm so tired (laughs) you know i'm really a kind of person who can work really hard in like sprint form but marathon situations are really not my vibe like they're not my style you know like i project manage so my projects change Mm -hmm. or like they come and they go and then they restart and they pick back up and they end and they pick back up later in the end, you know? So, so to do something so consistent, even though our schedule does change a little bit now, but for the most part consistently, like I'm pretty proud and I learned that I don't like that, but I <laughs> like I don't like that style, but I'm learning to like, like work within it. And I do appreciate being pushed to, you know, to do this like week after week, like in a good way. So I'd say there's that. I also think I learned that my life, opposite of you, is so freaking boring, in <laughs> but I love that. Like, I really do love that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want the opposite. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> like, I love your stories and I love hearing them. And I'm really excited. Like you're like, it's really exciting. All the things that you're doing with these people and the people that you're meeting, I find on paper that to seem so exciting. My life on paper seems so boring. I mean, I pretty much do the same thing every single day, every single week, every single month, which is why like my updates are usually like, you know they pale in comparison to <laughs> the stories you tell but i really love them and i've come to really appreciate i think more the monotony or whatever of my life the consistency of my life a little bit through this process um yeah, I think that's I think that's it. And I think I've also learned that our friendship is really unique and different compared to I think any of my other friendships that I have and it sounds like at least the way that people talk to me about it different than what most people have like they don't have like the ability to do this like with their friends, you mm-hmm. know, often or at all. I think that that's really cool and like special, you know.
0: Yeah. I would I would agree with that. I think I don't think I have anyone else in my life that would like want to like want to sit down and do this with me once a week (laughs) Mm -hmm. or however often we do we do do it Mm -hmm. and to be able to have like things to discuss and like openly and honestly discuss them so I think that is something that I've recognized in this last year this is also like a tasking is that the right word like it can be very exhausting on my end to do this because I have so much stuff to do mm-hmm. uh, on the back end but it's because I want us I want us to like go far with this you know so like I want it I'm trying to make it better each time I upload mm-hmm. a video or we upload a thing mm-hmm. so so I think sometimes I get like a little like <laughs> yeah, just like you when you're like I don't want to do this but I, I take it as like right before you get ready to go on a date, like you don't want to go on that date, like a first date. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, I'd and rather sit at home.
1: And yes, a hundred percent,
0: you know, but then like, once you sit down to do it, you know, it's, it's totally fine.
1: Yeah. So. Or like going to the gym. Or- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And they say, you know, in couples, I mean, in relationships, you know, the first year, now we're out of the honeymoon phase, Aaron. <laughs> we're out of the honeymoon
0: phase. And we didn't even have, like, a cake to eat that we froze for a year. <laughs> no, we didn't.
1: No, we didn't. Oh, we should eat cake. That would be so sweet. <laughs> yeah. That would be so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a year ago, I... I'm shocked that we've made it a year, (laughs) but I'm happy that we did. I think it's really great. And I think it's really cool. And it is something, yes, just like for me going to the gym, like the idea of it's so horrible, but then when you're actually at the gym, it's literally not bad at all. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like the idea, you know, of something, that is not sitting on your couch doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like it is something. So mm-hmm. but then it's so good. And then people I have found like really get a lot of joy out of it. And I do too. I just forget because Sunday nights are tough. Sunday <laughs> nights are tough, but there's no better really night usually. So Well, we but can I'm, always change
0: the day. <laughs> no, there's no better day.
1: That's the thing. That's the thing. If there needs to be an eighth day, that would be ideal but but no but I'm so glad that we do it so that's you know
0: I know because that's always been a worry for me for the last year am I going to get a text from you saying like I'm done
1: (laughs) Mm, I have
0: wanted to send that
1: text but (laughs) (laughs) then I don't and I'm I am very truly and honestly so thankful that I (laughs) so (laughs)
0: <laughs> and why it, have you wanted to send that sometimes?
1: Oh, because it's just so exhausting. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I just think, but it's not, it's the idea, you know, like I, people think that I'm outgoing and so that I'm extroverted, but I am just outgoing, but I get a lot of energy, you know, from being by myself and being alone and I don't get to be alone very often. You know what I mean? So like, you know, it. while I don't do the back-end things, like the commitment to take time away from me, (laughs) myself, when my kids are asleep and and I could be, I don't know, doing something productive around the house, which is very unlikely, but instead I could be watching my shows and eating my snacks and like all the things and online shopping. Like that sounds so great, but (laughs) <laughs> but then I'm so glad that I don't do that because I have six other nights out of the week that I can do that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And after this, because like we said, you get so hyped with energy. <laughs> you can't go to sleep afterwards, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. No, but I am very thankful and appreciative that I have not done that because I, I really do find a lot of, like joy in our friendship and talking about things. Other people, for whatever reason, keep listening. So that's really exciting. And we got to get you committed
0: before I give up on this thing. You know? <laughs> I know. We, we got to, we got to try. What would you like out of this for the future? Like, what is there some topics you'd like to discuss or just the podcast in general? I would like to see. More guests because I think
1: that we have a lot of people in our life who have some really funny stories. Mm -hmm. So I got to get my pitch face on (laughs) to pitch them why they should do that. So just like guests in general, talk about different types of relationships than us or just like other funny dating stories. We haven't really had any episodes dedicated to like having children or like motherhood in Mm -hmm. relationships. And I do think that there's like a whole bunch there to entangle, but it does require advanced planning on my part to think of those things (laughs) (laughs) behind some folks who want to talk about motherhood and like maybe being a mom with like their partner and just like those elements of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love good sex episodes. So I think more of those cup it in. would be great.
0: <laughs> that but is... all in
1: all, I'm just, I hope to make it another year.
0: How <laughs> 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 about you? You're already a year in deep. So just, just keep chugging. <laughs> I know. It's what I do in my relationship. Might as well do it here too. <laughs> that is one thing I forgot to mention about like what I've reflected on. This podcast has really challenged me on my thoughts on marriage and kids mm. a lot. <laughs> good way or in a bad way? In a in a good way, it's made me have to think about it more. Cause I just really never thought about it. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely made me think of like, is this something that I want? Is this something that I could see myself doing? And so like as more people in my life start having kids, I also feel like I need to ponder it more than two because I'm like well if they're having kids like you know maybe I should like consider if, I, if this is even something that I want to do definitely a point of reflection <laughs> mm-hmm. but in, in a good way so I would say that, that a mm-hmm.
1: well I think that's really good and if you decide to freeze your eggs what great
0: content we could have <laughs> I know, I mentioned that to, who did I mention that to? One of the guys in this, you know, catalog of... Of the past year. (laughs) Yeah, I mentioned, like, yeah, maybe I should, like, I've been thinking about, like, freezing my eggs. They were like, no, I would never want the girl to, like, freeze her eggs. I want it done naturally.
1: Well, that it can still be... That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: stupid. So... I don't think many men understand the concept, but...
1: They're stupid. That's fun. (laughs) No, but if you do decide to freeze your eggs, wow, what an excellent, excellent series that could be.
0: I would want to freeze my eggs if it was free. Like, I can't afford, like, $25,000, whatever it is, to freeze your eggs. I I know there's something where, like, you, if you donate some of your eggs, but I don't know what that process is.
1: Yeah, I'm of course Googling it because I, I,
0: I can see you heavily concentrating.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it does say will cost 30 to 40. Yeah, because it is a privilege.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's a financial privilege situation to be able to freeze your ex. Yeah. Egg retrieval costs 5,500. Let's see. Egg retrieval fifty five hundred, freezing eggs a thousand, egg freezing cycle costs including freezing eggs. Well, duh, sixty five hundred. That's a stupid math equation. That's stupid. Your first year is included, but then long term is an additional fee. Like, like long term eggs, and really embryos are the ones that last better.
0: And are you paying? Like, are you paying for like to keep them in the freezer?
1: You do after your first year, there's, there's extra fees.
0: Yep. How much are you paying to keep them in the freezer?
1: I don't know. It doesn't offer me that, Mm.
0: but that's from a
1: place, advanced fertility center of Chicago (laughs) has this (laughs) nice handy dandy matrix (laughs) on there. But if you want to do it a second time within your first six months, you get 15% off (laughs) 6,500.
0: Oh man. (laughs) what a bargain
1: yeah oh my (laughs) gosh so crazy we really just need to like get you knocked up if you want to be or wiped (laughs) up if you want to be one of the two but you gotta figure that out first
0: yeah i mean i definitely want to be married at some point here that would be nice to share a life with somebody but to the kids, I'm working on it. Uh, oh, sorry. yeah.
1: I don't think you need to have them only if you want to have them. I just mean getting knocked up is cheaper than the eggs.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it, it definitely is. And I don't have 25 grand or 50 grand, or whatever you just said, to like just like nilly. Well, that nilly was like
1: $6,500. That wasn't so bad. That well, wasn't... what were you? You said something like that was like 25000 or something. Well, that's just like when I did a quick Google, but at the fertility clinic of Chicago, oh. 6500 <laughs> exactly exactly does that include like all the shots all the it did it did because that was the stimulation but but that's just in chicago at that one clinic i was seeing higher prices other
0: places so Mm -hmm.
1: yes interesting well i don't want to get
0: knocked up with somebody i'm not committed with so
1: (laughs) oh yeah or a sperm donor that's okay i'm i'm open to that for you
0: Truly. Yeah. Remember you, you told me that in 2020, that that's how you thought I was going to have a kid. I do think that's true. Yeah. if I think, still, <laughs> I think I still agree with myself. <laughs> you don't think I'll ever get married? I'll just no, have a kid that's not.
1: A... I, no, 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 no. <laughs> but what I think I meant back in 2020, I kind of remember saying this now mm-hmm. is I just think that you, you can arrive at the conclusion that you want to be married then you can arrive at the conclusion that you want to have children. And in this example, let's say you arrive at both, but they might not happen in the order and in the timeline needed. Mm -hmm. So if you arrive at the fact that you want children and you ain't got nobody, (laughs) like we just discussed, Mm -hmm. you know, there's (laughs) a timetable and it costs a lot of money to freeze your eggs. It's not that you won't meet somebody.
0: I mean, I don't think if I hit 40 and I hadn't had a kid, I don't think, I would be wanting to be pregnant with one I think and I wanted one and I hadn't met somebody I think it would be like we go and adopt like I go and adopt a child like there would be no because then I don't I don't want to deal with the diapers like by myself like, you know, mm-hmm.
1: I'll deal mm-hmm. with
0: like a three year old who's like out of diapers and like
1: mm-hmm. go to the bathroom
0: by themselves can eat normal food
1: mm-hmm. riddled that, with trauma. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. i can deal with trauma
1: <laughs> true go hook him up with erica <laughs> perfect
0: no yeah.
1: no i think that's good i think that's good i know i hope i hope for your sake and just for the record my mom did have my brother at 39 so it's possible yeah and That was that was 23 years ago so
0: yeah i'm not saying it's not a
1: long way we're gonna get you that ring even though (laughs) it's kind of funny you you do want it but you say you don't want it as much as like you don't like have a pinterest board for your wedding no
0: because like why think about something if it if if it's not happening anytime this soon
1: because it's so fun erin i had a pinterest (laughs) wedding board i mean i, I like do since so pinterest <laughs> arrived i don't even know when it started i don't Gotta even have that. a pinterest account
0: let's what? Just start there <laughs> yeah. are you serious yeah i don't even have a pinterest you're kidding i'm not joking
1: <laughs> Pinterest development began in december 29 and the site launches a prototype as a closed beta in march 2010 so it's been out for a bit you do not have one Mm-mm. that's so crazy to me where do you find all of your basic millennial information i just live normally and like, so like, like what, what you, i like like what i don't know throw, what if you have to throw a party or what if you have to have a recipe or what if you have to have decor ideas where do you
0: go you type in apple crisp recipe on google.com <sighs> and thousands of recipes will <laughs> open up. I go to Pinterest
1: but then where do you save those recipes you don't have a board to pin them it's called bookmarking that's a lot of bookmarks oh my <laughs> gosh I can't believe well as soon as you get engaged we're starting you a Pinterest board
0: well I will say this though I have thought there's a fantasy in my mind of slow dancing this is so ironic because this is a terrible song to slow dance to with a guy with from John Mayer's continuum album slow dancing in a burning room it's about breaking up with the person like yeah. but i picture myself dancing under like a huge barn not like a typical barn that you see but like all like it's kind of like triangle shaped like going up this way but massive barn like i don't know 4 or 5000 square feet with all these twinkly lights and me and the sky are dancing to John Mayer, slow dancing in a burning room, and I'm, like, in my wedding dress and he's in his tux, and that's what we're dancing to. It's the only thing I've thought about, but <laughs> it's it's so stupid because it's not a song you would want to dance to.
1: Well, what would happen, Aaron, if you forgot that? Because you
0: didn't pin it on Pinterest.
1: <laughs> Jeez, I don't
0: know. I mean, I have the idea in my mind, but I don't think that it, I don't think it would ever come to fruition, like, the, the way I'm thinking about it,
1: yeah. Well, I think that's <laughs> neat that you're thinking of a fictitious wedding. That's very typical.
0: That's really the only thing. I don't think about like what my dress will look like. I don't think about who would be in my wedding. That yeah. changes year to year, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. based on friendships.
1: I just like wonder- if I were to got married today, to be- like who would they be? Yeah, I could if I did it all over again, I'd have nobody in my wedding. <laughs> do it all again? I probably wouldn't do the wedding the same way either, but I would have nobody in my wedding. Hundred percent, save so much more money, so much more money. And it's just like such a moment in time. It's not like reality of who's in your life like forever or even like before or after. It's just like in that moment in time.
0: Anyway, very controversial thought there. So, <laughs> I <need> to- <laughs> no, I agree because I guarantee you, people that stood up with my parents wedding or like your parents wedding like do they even talk to them anymore you know right so
1: right well erin i can't believe you've done this for an entire entire year Mm
0: -hmm.
1: how crazy
0: what's the one year anniversary gift oh paper okay
1: well, let me confirm that I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Oh, hold on. My my search criteria was not very specific. Yes, paper. Your first anniversary. Paper represents the traditional gift. The threads within paper symbolize the strength and connectivity of your blossoming relationship. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, on to the second year, but I do have one more question. Okay. When you were, like, did you look at, like, rings, like, your engagement rings, and did you, like, tell Alex, like, what you wanted?
1: Pinterest, yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) Was, like, I just watched this really cute movie on Prime last night, and it was, like, about Tiffany, like, Tiffany jewelry, and they, Mm -hmm. like, mixed up a ring with earrings or whatever. And the movie, is Tiffany, like, the engagement ring to have, or jewelry to have? Because they made a big deal about it in this movie.
1: Yes, Tiffany jewelry is
0: very... Like, did you look at Tiffany rings, or were you just, like, looking at any type of ring?
1: No, because I don't care about that.
0: But it okay. is, like... It's
1: like a name brand jeweler, you know, very historic, very, what would you call it? Like referential, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the blue box and it's the black ribbon and the whole thing. And it's very aspirational. Okay. You know, but like, I didn't care about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm yeah. I'm probably
0: going to get a ring pop for my
1: because <laughs> I won't know. <laughs> I didn't tell Alex, like, you have to buy this ring and this, like, from this jeweler. Like, I didn't do that. I just, he knew what style I liked, and he knew that I wanted my band to match his band in terms of metal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that I would want rings for each kid that I had. So,
0: like, he, he was equipped with that information. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I just want people to be able to see it on my finger Mm -hmm. like it's not so small that you can't see it Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. want something massive Mm -hmm. that's something
1: yeah i actually was kind of hoping i mean we're just like not in a place for it right now for him to have bought this for me for our anniversary but as you know our anniversary or maybe you don't know because i didn't post anything on social media but our anniversary wedding anniversary is just a couple days ago and i'm allergic to my wedding rings now so i was really hoping we've talked about like what we want. He wants a new wedding band and I want a new wedding band me because I'm allergic to mine and him because he like, doesn't like how thick his is. Mm-hmm. And so he wears his silicone one all the time. And so I was really thinking he might've gotten us like new bands to wear, but
0: no such didn't.
1: luck, no such luck, which is totally fine. Cause I wasn't like getting my hopes up for it. But I thought maybe he'll do that. But we got a lot of expenses coming up. So I didn't think that yeah. that was actually going to happen. But <laughs> a girl a can dream. Girl <laughs> can dream.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, cheers to one year, Kelsey. Thank cheers you to for... one year.
1: You didn't get me a band either.
0: What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Maybe we'll get the permanent jewelry yeah so i need so some then more. you're stuck yeah that would
1: be really sweet that would be really sweet
0: yeah maybe i'll that. finally get my ears pierced that would be nice oh for that would too. be good too
1: <laughs> yes that'd be good mm-hmm. that'd be good well you can take it out now all right. Well, if you liked what you heard in today's episode probably means you liked what you heard all year long. So thanks for listening. Yes. Thank, thank you. Sure, make sure to like and subscribe and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at casual and committed podcast. Amen. <laughs> Bye. Aaron. Bye.